what I just said is the first things that I've done. Okay, well. So, I sort of made it sound like you're a fucking idiot, but really you could I wouldn't known. have known that because we're, we're never really yeah. recording when we just start this. Um, do you notice anything different about my face? No. Okay, good. Okay, good. Good. Good to know. Do you notice anything different about my face? Yeah, I do. Uh, you look like you look like shit, Jake. Uh, yeah, you got it. You look like just just stinky, smelly garbage. Like I can smell you. I we're across the country, and I can smell you. Dude, is that three days of mustache for you? <laughs> that's yeah. That's this is going on three weeks. Three weeks. Maybe I think it's two weeks actually. Really. Or maybe it's a week and a half. I don't know. Some somewhere around that clean area. That's a week and a half. Yeah, I think so. And then yeah, There's I just I, I, last night. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that is not three days. That is a lie. That is that is last night nah, shave. Dude, <laughs> last night or a that's day three ago. Days. Oh bullshit! Dude, bullshit. I Actually. We're closer to All four right. days now than we are to three days. It's been like sixty hours. For the listeners, for the listeners who can't see, Jake is showing me his facial hair. Well, his lack of facial hair. Uh, he has like none. There's like a little bit of. There's like barely yeah, any shadow. I'm getting that like five hour shower. It's very hard hour, to believe that five o'clock shadow. Like seventy two hours later. I'm getting that five-hour shower. <laughs> five-hour shower. I love five-hour showers, yeah, man. Dude. Just take up all the water in the city. Um, let's get let's let's get into this, man. Let's get the white male yes. perspective uh, for the week. You know, yeah. People need yeah. F- there's finally a podcast that represents us. You know, you definitely made that joke before. Um. Yeah, we have, but we're really doubling down on it now. Uh, <clears throat> Are we Irish? Because we're doubling down. Duh. All right. Thanks for the thanks for listening, guys. That's been the podcast. We appreciate <laughs> you guys listening. Should we? Do you want to say? Do you want to say your name? Uh, my name is Dublin Darren Dublin Hone. My name is Jake the Stash Smith. Our names are big mustache. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, I. uh, He's growing up the clear hair. It's like transparent hair, so it's hard to see. Um, You know how a naked mole rat isn't actually naked; it just has clear fur. Yeah, dude, I've seen Kim Possible. This isn't like that. Okay. I just grow it very slowly. Oh word, dude. Yeah, it's that's that's pretty great. Yeah, I mean. you gotta keep drinking that green tea. That's how you. Uh, that's how you keep your hair in. Green tea. Green tea. Is this is this true? Or is this just some bullshit? It's some bullshit, Jake. I don't. Has anything I've ever said on this podcast been factual? Besides, like commanding people not to text in movie theaters uh, because it annoys other people. That's a fact. I, bet I know that, that. that time that you said that you actually went to that lady's house, the wrong lady's house, at like four in the morning. I bet that was true. Oh yeah, you're not funny enough. That to was that true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, and both of those statements are true. <laughs> I'm not funny enough to make that up. Um, Jake, uh, what'd you do this week, man? We got a lot to talk about this podcast. Got Um, a lot to say. It hasn't actually been that long since we recorded last. No, it hasn't. We did our uh, Halloween spooktacular. It's been a week, like always, Darren. I tricked you. Oh, you tricked me so good. Uh... I didn't do, I ha, I did like a ton of work this week, so I didn't do very much cool stuff. But last night, we went, you know those places where you go and you like paint pottery, and then they like put it in a kiln for you, and then you get it, and it's like cool looking now? Is wine involved? Uh, some people brought beer, but it wasn't like, they didn't provide it. Oh, okay. Uh, okay are, is that allowed? Can you bring yeah. beer there? Yeah. Okay. 
They let you bring outside beers. Yeah. Damn, Boston is crazy. That's that's dope. That's the first. That's I've never heard of that before. I thought that was like illegal. Well, I'm not gonna say where the place is just in case. <laughs> okay. But cool. uh, we went to a place like that because it was my friend's birthday yesterday, and like there was like eight yeah. of us, I think. One person did a shot glass. One person did a robot uh, coin bank. Five people did mugs. And then they have like a handmade pottery section where I guess it's just like handmade shit that people don't want. (laughs) And so I went through that and I found this like, this just like really shitty looking bowl that had the name Corone. C-A-R-O-N-E. Corone. Okay. I don't know. It said Corone 2020. And then on the so bottom, it was a gamer it said SK tag. plus SK. Oh, yeah, it was definitely a gamer tag. I have no idea. That was someone's PSN name. They were <laughs> putting that on their pottery. <laughs> so I painted that. Is this VR pottery? Was this a VR game you played? This wasn't a real place. This was VR no, pottery. Darren, it was a real place. I'll show you next time we record. All right, you don't have to yell. I don't have to, but it's the only way you listen. Yeah, that's true. I don't know what the fuck you're saying unless you're yelling. So I did that. What did you do this week, Darren? Um, let's see. I went to uh, a really cool uh, Dia de los Muertos uh, festival at Mariachi Plaza. But I wasn't there. I didn't even know it was happening. I was there because I was, I was being a camera van driver for a uh, like Facebook video series shoot. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was really cool, man. There was like a DJ and there was lots of, uh, really good. I didn't, re- I didn't eat any food just cause we had our own food, but all the food smelled really good. There was a guy painting portraits. That's the guy who our like video was about was this guy who just had people sit down in this chair and they just stared in a straight dir- in one straight direction for like 15 to 20 minutes and he would just paint with, I think, acrylic paint, <clears throat> these, like, really cool, big um, portraits. And they're really abstract. Uh, he used, I think, up to, I think he used three or four colors only. Uh, it was mostly black and white, but he, he splotched a few other colors in there, too. Um, it was really, really cool, though. Uh, and, yeah, I had to get release forms from all of the people and I feel super creepy doing that <laughs> cuz like especially when you have to do it to kids cuz there was like probably like a 6 or 7 year old kid who had his his picture painted and afterwards the producer was like hey you got to get that kid's you got to get his mom to sign a release form I was like fuck all right, I'm about to feel super creepy, but <laughs> just like walking up to a kid's mom and being like, hey, can you sign this release? Hey, can we have the image rights to your son? <laughs> yeah, and then I need to do your seven-year-old boy. I need to take a picture of him on my phone afterwards, too, and send it to other people. <laughs> and she did seem very uh, off-put by that. She was like, uh, okay. I was like, yeah, sorry, it's just the thing I, I have to do. Like, I, I was really not into it, and I was just like, uh, yeah, I need I need your photo rights for your son. You just got to sign this line right you here. You just got to sign away the rights to your son's image. And then a congressman came in, and he gave, he, he presented the painter with, like, an award. Because I guess the painter's been around for a really long time in L.A., and he gave... He, he gave the painter an award and then we filmed that. So then the producer was like, hey, you got to get the congressman's uh, release form, too. It's like, oh, God. He was like, he's a congressman. Of course. Like, I went up to him and I was like, hey, can you sign this release form? He's like, what am I signing? I'm like, it's just a release form. We're making a, a series of videos. He was like. He's like, okay, so all this is saying, and he was like, can I can I get a copy to read? I was like, yeah, it's, I was like, I'm sorry to make you do that. I just have to. He's like, it's okay, man. Uh, I just got to be careful of what I'm signing. And I'm like, yeah, I've, I was like, of course he needs to be careful of what he's signing. He's a fucking congressman. I mean, that's like, that's like the old, that's like the thing that congressmen do is they just sign bills that they have to read first. And 
It was him and his daughter, <laughs> so I had to make him sign two. How old is his daughter? <laughs> and then, uh, dude, she was like two years old. I like dude, maybe not high? even. I mean, he was holding her the whole time. She couldn't <laughs> even walk. Dude, shit, I did. Dude. Congressman's daughter, dude. <laughs> Congressman's two-year-old daughter. Uh, yeah, it was. What a congressman. I don't remember his name. Um, I I'm not into politics, dude. Go vote. Do it so I don't have Ted to. Cruz? It was Ted Cruz. He didn't kill me though, so I didn't actually. I wasn't totally convinced that it was Ted Cruz because Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer. Um, well, he was. <clears throat> I mean, he still is. They never found out for sure who it was, Jake. Well, so he's still technically the the Zodiac killer. Yeah, I mean, he just ha- he's he's just giving it up, though. I mean, maybe you know? how many people like there's there could be a lot of like I used to be a server at a restaurant, and now I'm not. Ted Cruz used to be the Zodiac killer. Okay, yeah, but you know, it was a. It, I think the the Zodiac killings were a crime of passion. I don't think that they were a job of his, and how many? And he could have gotten better. There could have been a lot more killings that just have gone undocumented because of how good Ted Cruz has gotten. Think of how many people have gone missing in the past, you know, thirty years. But like the the Zodiac Killer's whole thing was like the taunting letters. Yeah, and he might have just got he's he's probably got busy because of all the politics that he's doing. You know, he's writing letters there. He's still writing letters, Jake. Darren, he just got in the office. All right, all right, Jake. Um, we have a lot of movies to talk about this time, so we should probably get into movies a little earlier. Yeah, uh, yeah, this is Snickles. We never said that. This is welcome to welcome to Snickles, the white male perspective. This is welcome to Snickles, the white male perspective. Fun and games and two white dudes who grew up in upper middle class families in <laughs> in uh, Western Midwest America. In the suburbs. <laughs> Just a white yep. suburban male upper middle class perspective on things. Oh yeah. And yeah, you're you're in it for the long haul now. Um But in spite of our well-to-do past, our view is a little bit skewed. Yeah, our... I think that we are... We're, we like things a little bit twisted. We're a couple of twisted pups, okay? Um, I'd say that Darren is a sick puppy, and I would say that I am a sick puppy. Uh, we're a couple of sick pups. Uh, yeah, people really... Anytime we're at a party, we really just, like, uh, grind in people's gears and uh, just, just stir in the pot. You know, um, one time we were drinking wine. I, I, Jake, Jake remembers this. Uh, we were at a cocktail party once and, uh, we were drinking some wine and they gave us a Chardonnay and I, I go up to the guy who supplied the wine and I was like, what is this? A Merlot? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real sick pup. Dude, just that sort of Oh God, I got a sick sense of humor. humor. Twisted, twisted senses of humor. My, one time, um, uh, the maid came and she made my bed and she actually put my brother's pillow on my bed. And so I beat the shit out of her and we fired her. <laughs> uh, Just like okay. really twisted, you know? Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Jake, did you yeah. say you beat the shit out of her? Oh, it's a joke. Jake, I don't know if that's a joke, man. I think that's, I think that's, uh, I think that's assault. What movie do you want to talk about, Darren? <laughs> <laughs> okay, alright, Jake. Just, uh, he stared at me and then made, he dragged his thumb across his neck after I, I said that and then put his finger up to his lips. So, uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go on to movies. Um, Jake, what movies have you seen recently? Oh, okay. I guess I can start. Uh, dude, I saw like so many fucking movies this week. I saw one, but I've seen a bunch of movies throughout the, throughout, like, I don't know. I, I've seen a lot of movies. I've seen, I think, three movies. I have to think about that. Three movies that I can I, talk about. 
I've got four movies to talk about, I think. What was the latest movie you've seen? Let's go on three and there's see no if we've seen the same one. Because I think we, there's a... Ch- no, okay, then never it. mind. All right. Let's just do it. It's not the same one. I, I only want to do this if it's the same one. All right. Yeah. All right. The latest movie we've seen. Last movie we saw. All right. One, one two, two, three. The Goonies. Three. Bohemian Rhapsody. See? No. It's not Mine the same, wildly. dude. I haven't seen... You just watched... That's not a movie, Jake. That's just... You just went dude, in nature. You just went camping. Let's talk about wildlife real quick. And then you can talk about Bohemian. All right. Wildlife, uh, it was written by Paul Dano and Zoe Kazan. Okay. You know who they are? You know, yeah. I'm sure oh, I know Paul. Paul yeah, yeah, I know Paul. I don't know Zoe Kazan. Uh, she was in The Big Sick. She's an actress. She's really good. Okay. But, uh, so it was written by two actors, and you can like, really tell because the story isn't, like, super strong, and the plot and all that, like, it's not the greatest, but there's, like, just so many moments of just, like, really great acting and then Paul Dino directed it, so some of the people I was with, like, to- no, that's not true. Everyone I was with, I saw it with three other people. None of them liked it, but I did. Yeah. But you liked it? It's, it's interesting to, to when you hear that about actors being directors, because I find that, like, a lot of times actors tend to make really good directors because I think they just, yeah. they've worked with so many, and they know how they want to be directed, so they essentially become good directors i had to be in the exact right mood to see it because it was kind of like a slow just like actor heavy movie you know and like a lot of times i get like not being into that but i thought it was really good the there's some guy in it i he's like 15 or something i i I had never seen him in anything else before he was really good and then uh jake gyllenhaal and carrie mulligan were his parents Oh, wow. Yeah. I've not heard of this movie, and those seem to be very big yeah. names. Uh, so when did this come out? Is this recent? Yeah, it's like just came out. Okay. Last weekend, I think. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so like, don't go in expecting like a huge story or like plot or character or arc or anything. I mean, there's some arc. My friends, we had, we had some disagreement. But it's not, like, plot-heavy. It's really just, like, an actor's movie, you know? And I was into it. Nice. Cool. Uh, I mean, what's the premise? What's what's the plot? Okay, so this family, the, the three of them, just moved to Montana. And, like, you get from them talking that they, like, move quite a bit. And, uh... Oh, so the dad, Jake Gyllenhaal, is working... He. He was, like, trying to be a golf pro or something, so he's working at this golf course, and then he's, like, betting the customers while he's, like, being their caddy, and he's, like, taking their money, basically, <laughs> and then he, so he gets fired for that, and then they're, like, oh, wait, people actually really like you here, we want to give you a job back, he, and he's, like, no, I'm a man of pride, I'm not going to do that, so he goes off to, like, fight a <laughs> wildfire, and then his mom starts, we'll call it a friendship with, like, an older man in town, to like try to get a job and like okay. keep the family afloat while Jake Gyllenhaal just runs off to like deal with his injured pride. But the story's all told like through the kid's perspective, so like you don't see like you just see what he sees basically. Which okay. Is, like, a cool way to do it. So it's like a VR first person experience through this yeah. kid's eyes. It's called and, okay. It's called Softcore Henry. <laughs> <laughs> And the lead character's name is Henry. The kid's name is Henry. Yeah. I take it. Okay, great. Uh, but, awesome. Yeah. I mean, I didn't... It wasn't the best movie, but I'd give it like an... For the mood I was in, I'd give it like an... Eight? Seven and a half out of ten? Nice. Yeah. Alright, dude. Let's hear about it. Okay. Bo raps, dude. Uh... The BR. <clears throat> so, but not Baskin Robbins. I was excited for this movie because I do like Queen a lot. They're so a great sucks. band. That's uh, what you're saying. It was bad. <laughs> no, not all bad. It wasn't all bad. But there were it. Um, it took absolutely no risks in terms of being a band biopic. It took no risks. Really? Um, yeah, it was a very safe movie to make. 
Um, because growing up, so my parents really liked Queen too. And growing up, they both they 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 both knew about Freddie Mercury's life, and they knew that Freddie Mercury led a very dangerous, fast-paced life where he was he did a lot of cocaine, he had a lot of orgies with people, and um, he just was he was just like a sex symbol, and he he was an alcoholic. And there was a lot of dark moments in Freddie Mercury's life. And Bohemian Rhapsody, I get it. It was trying to focus on the band. Even though, I mean, Freddie Mercury is obviously the, yeah. the, the main character of the movie. Um, but it, it, I get that it's trying to focus on the band, but it, it went really soft on, um, on the portrayal of Freddie Mercury just being a wild and crazy guy. I mean, it still showed that it still essentially showed that, but it was like, it had to tell you, it didn't really, it didn't show it. I guess I should say it, 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 it didn't show it as much as it yeah. just told you. It had other people say like, Whoa, you need to slow down Freddie. And there was a lot of that. There's so many cliches. There's so many like band biopic cliches. If you keep going like this, you're going to go out of control. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. And then like in the beginning, it's all just, I mean, it's, it shows like how the band got together and everything. And there's a lot of like, we need to think bigger. We need to, <laughs> we need to branch out, man. We need to think bigger. And, uh, it's just like, it's like, dude, when does it, at what point do, does your dialogue start becoming like a parody of itself? <laughs> but there was a lot of really good, there were a lot of really good interactions. I mean, it showed the, some of the relationships that Freddie had with people outside of the band too. And even inside of the band, I feel like, it should. I feel like the relationships with his bandmates should have been the strongest portrayed in the movie, but they were not. It was mostly with the people outside of, um, like his first wife and then his lovers afterwards, uh, his managers. Um, they even like Mike Myers is in the movie, and he plays a fictional band it was manager. A Halloween crossover. <laughs> Um, yeah, he plays a fictional band manager and he's literally just there to be like, Bohemian Rhapsody is never going to be a great song. And they're like, yes, it is. (laughs) Yeah. And the whole time, and the whole time I was watching that scene, I was like, I know this is a fictional character. What is the, like, are they just trying to like, like, what is the point of this interaction or this never, this presumably never happened. What kind of fucking manager is that also? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like, or he was the record label oh. head. He was the head of the record label. He wasn't their manager. He was the head of their record label. Um, He's like, this will never be one of the biggest songs of all time. Yeah, exactly. He was like, nobody can. I think there's a line. There's a pretty funny line where he's like, um, Bohemian Rhapsody will never be the song that teenagers bop their turn up all the way in their car and bu- and bang their heads to. And that was that was a good line because like coming especially coming from Mike Myers who literally had that exact scene in Wayne's World, uh, it's a pretty good line. I, I I had a chuckle at that, but yeah, I mean just the, as a story, it was really safe, and it you know it got into Freddie Mercury's life, but um. The best part about that movie, and this is what really what gives it a mostly positive review for me, is that uh, the performances that they recreated, like all of the band performances, are really well done. They're like the they did they recreated they literally recreated all of Live Aid. Their their entire Live Aid performance. They just they they recreated they reenacted the entire thing. And, like, the whole time, like, I was watching Rami Malek, and I was like, dude, like, he, I've seen videos of, it even plays on the Jumbotron next to the stage. It even plays a vi- the actual footage from Live Aid that Queen actually played. Oh, really? And Rami Ma- and you can compare Rami Malek to Freddie Mercury, and you're like, dude, he's, like, he's doing the actual, mo- like, he's doing a really, really good job of performing Freddie Mercury's moves here. I think he's, like. Um, I. Yeah. What, well, what? No, I think he's like he's a great actor, but like he, there's so many funny videos of him like being so bad at interacting with people. I know, like, yeah. It, 
Are you talking about that video where the girl asks for a for him to say hi to her friends, and he's like, "No, let's take a picture, though." There's like other videos too where he's like, "Wow, you guys have so many pictures," or something like that. Have you seen that one? <laughs> I don't know. Uh-uh. It's like, I mean, it's like some sort of autism where like he's so bad at interacting, but he's just really good at like acting like someone else and like getting entirely into this role and like. I don't know, man. <laughs> because what, what people always say to actors is they're like, you're an actor. You should be able to talk to people. That's what acting is. It's like, well, that's not exactly the same as just like dealing with random strangers on the street, like swarming you. <laughs> but I think he's just like, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a great actor. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you can like his, his acting skills are evident. Cause I mean, like, I mean, as we talked before, I mean, I love Mr. Robot. I think he does a really good job. And I think, yeah, in Bohemian Rhapsody, he just seems, he seems like he just carries the the spirit of Freddie Mercury when he reenacts those stage scenes. It's great. That's the best part of the whole movie. I mean, and the the story itself, I know it's, I know I said it's, you know, it's like a parody of itself, but it's actually not that abrasively, it's not that abrasively bad. It's not like bad, bad. It's just like when you're watching it, you're like, oh, they. this is a movie that takes yeah. no risks in what it's doing. So, um, But yeah, I, I overall liked it. I heard that it like doesn't really deal with like the gay stuff. Is that true? Does it? It does. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's not like a super gay yeah. movie. It's not totally gay, but it, yeah, it, go, okay. it gets into Freddie being gay. I mean, are you just talking about Freddie being gay or, like, the gay community? No, I How they react? Because it doesn't really get into that. Reports about it was that, like, there was no, nothing about his, like, gay lovers or anything. And for, like, to make a, Fred, to make a movie about Freddie Mercury without any of that would be... That's not true. ...fucking nonsense. That's not entirely true. Here's one thing. I So, after I saw the movie, I read online an article... That I didn't know before, because I was, I did, I did hear a lot about like the pr- cr- production of this movie as it was going on, and like that they cast Rami Malek as Freddie Mercury. I was like, oh, that's a great cast choice. Um, but Sasha Baron Cohen was supposed to play Freddie Mercury before uh, Rami Malek. This was like six years ago. Dude, yeah. Well, he, the, he was supposed to, he wanted to write and produce it as well, but the the version that he wanted to write and produce was going to be a lot grittier and darker and definitely R-rated. I mean, this yeah. one's PG-13. He wanted to write more about the like exploits that Freddie got into with like cocaine and alcohol and all that, and um I guess it didn't go through because one of the bandmates said uh, one of the band members of Queen said that that's that's a no go. They they don't want to shine that light on Freddie, and I'm ass- assuming that when Sasha Baron Cohen wanted to do that, he probably would have still shined a positive light on Freddie Mercury. He just would have shown the dark yeah. side of his life. That would have been really interesting, in my opinion, to see. I think that would have been a lot better of a movie to see than the one that we got. Um, so, still waiting on that one. Let's hope for that one to come out. But I don't think it ever will. Did you... Like, how much did you know about Queen going in? Um, I knew I knew a, a decent amount. Like, I'm not a Queen super fan or anything. Yeah. Like, there were people literally sitting behind me singing along to all the songs. Oh, that sucks. It was, it was really annoying, actually. Because yeah. anytime they would play any... So, they would, like, start with, like, riffs and stuff. Because, I mean, it plays all of Queen's hits essentially in the movie anytime a song started they were like oh i love that song oh that's Uh, a great song oh it's so good and they like were not whispering at certain points and then like as soon as they started singing anything like there would be a person behind me going like mama (laughs) i was like no please no i just let them sing god and that was a that was a but like so you knew you knew some going in. Do you feel like you learned? About I the think band so. Yeah, I mean, I learned a little bit. Yeah, 
But like I said, like if it actually got into the gritty details, I would have known more and it probably would have been a better story. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I honestly, I didn't know. I, I, I'm pretty sure I did know that, uh, Freddie and his Freddie, Freddie had a wife before, um, figuring out that he was gay. I didn't know. Well, I don't want to spoil anything for you. Um, I didn't know certain things. About, I won't say what I what it taught me because those are kind of spoilers. But uh, yeah, um, it, I did learn a little bit, but a lot, not as much as I could have learned. Okay. I I did like it though as a as a musical biopic. It was like okay. I just liked it based on the performances. That's really what carried it. Um, I would give it a six out of ten. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try to check that out this week and then see. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's, it's decent. I think you would, I I honestly, I, I predict that you're going to give it a lower score. I predict you're going to give it a four. That's my prediction. Well, I'm not going to. 10 out of 10. Oh yeah, I know. I know now you're not going to, because you just love... Love when I'm wrong, because above rating, above giving an honest rating of a movie, Jake loves it a lot more when I'm wrong. I only That's the thing. Darren wrong. Slash lie. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's how the that's the basis of this podcast, and something that we're going to carry through the end of time. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I think next I know, movie you saw, I know Jake. You want to talk about? So let me just talk about. Let me talk about two real quick. Okay. Uh, I saw Annihilation. Okay, yeah. You, which I know you really like. You told me you saw when you saw Annihilation. I did really like yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so we're doing this thing in one of my classes where everyone gets to pick a movie and then they like do a little presentation about it. So we're like watching, we're watching like two movies a week for that basically. And Annihilation was one of the ones that this guy picked. Okay, you didn't pick Annihilation. No. I was going to say, that would be such... You have, <laughs> you have to, like, analyze it? Uh, yeah. God, that would be a nightmare to analyze. But anyway... Dude, it was fucking crazy. My, like... It's such a small thing, but my one wish is, like, if I had, if I had seen this in a world where I hadn't seen um, Arrival, I feel like it would have blown my mind even more. Not because I think it, like, copies Arrival or anything... But because, like, the way that the story is, like, told, like, non-linearly and, like, with the alien shit, you know, it's, like, similar enough that at the beginning I was like, oh, this is kind of like Arrival. And, like, I was thinking about that. And, like, I feel like if I hadn't, I would have been, like, more fully engaged, you know? Yeah. But, like, that's not a fault of the movie. Yeah. I mean, God. Arrival is... Arrival is great. (laughs) Um, but I think Annihilation, it goes deeper into that topic, uh, you know, and it, and it's a lot more of a sinister, I mean, to me, it felt, I, I, I gotta be honest. I didn't understand a hundred percent of Annihilation. I didn't understand all of it. I think, I don't think the movie wants you to put heads or tails of everything in there though. Uh, like what didn't you understand? Like I can't. I mean, I uh, I sort of understood. I I don't understand why it all takes place in a bubble rather than just um, being in like a location. You know, uh, I don't understand that entirely. What do you mean? Like the shimmer. You know what I'm talking about? The uh, it looks like a giant bubble. I didn't understand why it had to why it had to be in a dome like that rather than just being in like a certain like quarantined area. I didn't r- totally understand that. Um but yeah, there's I don't know. There's things that there 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 are different aspects of it that and like the uh the creation of Big spoiler here. The creation at the end of Natalie... Like, the recreation of, like, a synthetic Natalie Portman character. It was just... I don't know if it was just visual flair, but I didn't understand why we didn't just immediately see 
a complete one to begin with, you know? It was just still, like, a faceless, uh, like, featureless figure just moving around. I don't know. It was just... That was that was horrifying. I love that movie, though. And I think I can come to heads or tails of it, but I don't know if it's correct. Um, I don't know. Did do you think you understood 100% of that movie? No. Okay. I was just asking, like... Because some people were talking about how they were so confused. And I was like, I got, like, the basic plot of it. Yeah. Uh, like... <laughs> this girl is... This girl cheats on her husband. He's off in the fucking somewhere fucking crazy. Then he comes back. But he's not the same. She goes into this shimmer. Yeah. Crazy shit happens. And then she comes back. <clears throat> yeah. That's uh that is a uh compacted version of it, yeah. But I mean, I've I've heard I kept hearing before the movie came out that like if they pulled it off, the visual parts of that movie, that would be amazing because the book has so much shit that just would not be visualized. Like you can, you cannot put it on the screen. You have to just imagine it. That's the only way to 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 see it. Is you have to. That's why people are saying they people say they love the book so much is because it just like plays on the fact yeah. that you can't really like create that in the real world you have to just imagine what it looks like but i think it was really well done for what it for what it was i never read the book but i i I think it was really well done yeah i think like a big part of what i loved about it was just like the crazy fucking visuals like that in that like swimming pool thing with that guy who's like oh turning into like flowers and shit like that's fucking nuts how is that movie not classified as a horror movie, too, is my it question. Is. is It is classified as a horror movie? Yeah. Okay, because I remember seeing it, and it just said sci-fi. It said sci-fi mystery, and that was it. And then, like, uh, I watched it, and I was like, holy sh- this is ter- A lot of this is yeah. terrifying. This is, like, some of the scariest stuff I've seen. <laughs> yeah, it's just fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. It's nuts. Uh, so yeah, I really liked that movie. I don't think I don't know that it's my favorite movie of the year, but I really liked it. Yeah, I think we went through our favorite movie of the year list, and I think I mentioned Annihilation. You said it was your favorite the first me. time we talked about it. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not holding you to that. I'm just letting you know where I'm at. Yeah. Um. What would you What would you give it out of ten? Probably like a. Eight and a half, nine? Eight, seven, five, maybe. Nice. Yeah. It's about what I'm feeling. I'm, I'm feeling about a nine on it. Um, and then the other movie that I watch is Flight Plan. Have you seen this movie? No. Got, Sounds like a Michael Bay no, movie. No, it's got Jodie Foster in it. It's from like t- 2000. Oh, wait. Two th- I, th- I think I have it's seen got, that, actually. Uh, I was just really young. Fuck, what, one of the Skarsgårds. Not, no. Stellan Skarsgård? Which one's the one in It? Because it's not him either. That's Peter, right? Uh, oh, that's, that's Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. So is it Peter Skarsgård? But basically, Jodie Foster's husband dies. And like, that's the, the opening of the movie is that he's dead. And she's like checking his, like, got his casket and then she's like talking to her daughter and she's like we're going to america and so they like get on a plane and the daughter's like mommy will you keep me safe she's like yeah and then joey foster falls asleep and wakes back up and her daughter's just gone sarsgard oh peter sarsgard oh really not scarsgard yeah, he's not related to the scarsgards but he was also in um jarhead i think was it was it Jarhead? He was in another war. He was in a war movie. Sorry for interrupting you. Well, yeah. Anyway, so her daughter's just like gone, and then she's just like running through the plane looking for her. And I guess she's like one of the engineers who helped create the plane, so she like has all this detailed information about it. And then you like 
you start to question whether her daughter was ever actually there. They call the hospital and they're like, your daughter also died. Huh. And so you're like, what the fuck is going on? And then, I don't want to say what happens, but Peter Sarsgaard is like a, a air marshal and he's like trying to like keep her calm and also like threatening to arrest her and everything. And he plays a big part in what happens. I don't want to spoil it because it's like a, it's like a thriller, one of those movies where like the story is everything for it, you know. But it's it was, it was yeah, pretty good. But my favorite, my favorite you, fucking part of the movie is so it all like ninety five percent of it takes place on this plane, and any time that like Jodie Foster's walking down the aisles, there's like, it's clearly like ADR of just like background characters saying shit, and so it's like, is she the one with the daughter? And it's like, you think this girl running around asking where her daughter is might be that girl? <laughs> or just, like, random shit like that. And it's funny because it's just, like, so clear. It's like, here's all the other audio. And that audio is, like, up way at the top. It's just, like, the clearest comes through so, <laughs> so like, so easily heard. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, I saw that movie, but it's it was... Yeah. I saw it like a long time ago. I mean, I saw it probably as soon as it came on DVD. I think my parents blockbuster videoed it. They got it from blockbuster video and then we watched it. Okay. Um, Yeah. That's cool. The next movie you want to talk about. I think it might be the same movie that I have to talk about. All right. Two, Two, three. Mid nineties, yeah. That one I was confident that you saw as well. Yeah. What'd you uh, think? It was it was good. It was it it wasn't I I so watching the the trailer for it, I got really nostalgic because it I was a skater growing up when I was uh, Stevie's age, and I wanted to hang out with people like that all the time like stoners um i didn't grow up in the mid 90s i wasn't his age in the mid 90s i was more his age in like uh the early 2000s but not a lot had changed at that point uh not too much had changed um but yeah i was really nostalgic and i played a lot of video games and just skated like all the time and i had a stepbrother who was older than me like that he was like that age it looks like and uh he was he he would he would beat my ass you know like he uh so i i just got really nostalgic i had a connection to the trailer and i was expecting to feel that pretty hard and there were moments where i did during the movie but it wasn't entirely it wasn't uh everything that i had hoped for you know but the case that it came in uh, I mean, if I look at it, um, and then like just overall as, as a story, as a cautionary tale itself, um, I'm actually glad that it didn't try to do much more than it did. So I, I appreciate it. I think like what I liked about it was it all felt just like so real, you know, like that scene where they go to the party yeah. at that girl's house and there's like. 12 people have you ever seen a fucking house party in a movie where there's not just wall-to-wall people and like kegs everywhere and everything like there's just 12 (laughs) people like there's something just like so real and simple about that yeah it like yeah i i never understood i always everybody in high school always tried to have that party where there's wall-to-wall people and like a pool in the back and there's like a dj (laughs) It, I've never been to that house party before in my life. Uh, so yeah, I, I, yeah, that was that was cool. Like it's coming from someone who is like really big in Hollywood, not like Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. but fucking up there. And yeah, like, to, he was Oscar nominated, yeah. wasn't he? I think so. Wasn't to make, Jonah Hill? To make yeah. it such a grounded, just like realistic movie is pretty cool and like i don't i just really liked it and this is like such a small thing but i've never seen a movie written by a white guy that like used the n-word so 
effectively and also like respectfully. <laughs> what about Tarantino? Yeah, no. What about Tarantino? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love. Uh, I was just waiting for you to say yeah. No. I love in Tarantino movies when Tarantino writes scenes where he gets to just call people the N word. <laughs> That's yeah, I know. Super cool and fun. But like when they're talking to that security guard and oh, I can't remember his name. Skin dude says it. He's like, I don't think you're allowed to say that. You Cheryl Crow looking motherfucker. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I, just like that, the, uh, written yeah. by a white guy, it, was, it still felt go on. Like so Sorry. honest and genuine to like what I understand. Like those people, like dark-skinned black people, light-skinned black people, whatever. Like their interactions are and how they fight amongst themselves and shit. Yeah. The another portion that I felt was really cool was that I related to both Stevie going to these house parties, you know, because I would get I would get dragged along because I I, you know, with my sister and brother being like my sisters and brother being the age that they were. I I got into like a couple friend circles like that that were like way older Mm -hmm. than me. And I would end up going to like some house parties that I had no business being at. I mean, I never, like, hooked up with a girl <laughs> like Stevie did. But, like, uh, yeah, I would go to, like, these parties that I would have no business being at with, like, older people. But the, the funny thing is, is that I not only related to Stevie in those moments, but I also related to the older people as well going into my, like, high school years. And I just realized, like, yeah, I mean, it, it you, you kind of, like you kind of stay in that once you like start out in that, you kind of become the person that you're trying to hang out with. Essentially. Um, you can choose. I mean, yeah, there, there, there were really different personalities in mid nineties. Uh, and they all kind of, it made me think about, you know, where, who they were when they were in Stevie's age, you know, when they were in Stevie's shoes too. Especially um, the first character, Ruben, the first friend. It made me wonder about like how he was because he seemed to be really trying to still um, get in, get his in on that friend circle and everything. And I, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, it's great because Ruben is like, that guy sucks. <laughs> yeah. But also like you feel bad for him because he's been friends with these guys for so long and he doesn't have a nickname and he's like... The, it gets the butt of the joke a lot of the times. Yeah. And so, like, you feel bad for everyone. Yeah. And then, fuck, Ray? Is that the guy's name? Yeah. I thought it was really cool how Ray was, like, the coolest guy, the best skater and everything. But then he was like, dude, you don't need to smoke that. You don't need to take that pill. Like, yeah. He was stop actually, drinking. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, he was saying, he was, like, telling CV... Um, you know, uh, don't, he was, he was kind of warning everybody. He was warning Stevie, like, yeah, you don't need to take that pill and everything. And he was kind of the one who laid out the groundwork of like, look, everybody has real lives. It's not all glamorous in our friend group. Everybody is dealing with shit. I'm dealing with shit. You know, fourth grade is dealing with shit. Fuck shit is dealing with shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've just never seen a movie where, like, the cool guy is also the responsible guy. Yeah. And I was super into it because, like, movies do have a big effect on how people act. Yeah. And what they think is, like, good to do. And it, the the whole, spoiler, big spoiler, the whole drunk driving scene at the end where they get into the accident, I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, nobody would bat as big of, I mean... I'm not totally sure about this because I was really young. I didn't really have to deal with that when I was that young in the mid-90s. But, like, I feel like in the mid-90s, nobody would really... People would bat less of an eye at drunk drivers than they would now. Like, if if that movie took yeah. place today and fuck shit was drunk and he's like, let's go, everybody would be like, nah, man, you're fucking... Like, they'd probably write it into the movie. It wouldn't make sense if they didn't write it into the movie. Someone goes like, yo, man, 
you're drunk. We shouldn't drive. Yeah. You know, one thing I did find weird was that after they got into that accident, uh, everybody was in the hospital. Uh, fuck shit wasn't in jail. Like he, 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 he <laughs> nothing happened. Like everybody just went to the hospital and just like chilled out. Uh, nobody ended up in jail. <laughs> I thought that was like really weird. And, um, that was kind of a, that was, it's, it seemed really unrealistic in that movie though. At the end. Yeah. I don't know. I bought it because we we needed this moment to have all these characters together this last time, you know? It's true, but it just was kind of distracting because I was watching it like, why? how the fuck is fuck shit still there? Why is he not in jail? I was like, he would be, be fucking, he would be arrested by now and in a drunk tank. I mean, but he probably... They got to ho- time, the hospital. Clearly time has passed. That's true, yeah. daytime. And like, I guess, yeah, I mean, so it's daytime. You don't like, you don't stay in jail for a DUI or whatever. It's daytime. Back then, like it wouldn't have been as big a deal. Yeah. I guess it is daytime and stuff and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Be in jail. Well, I mean, yeah, I think you'd have to, wouldn't you have to get bailed? I don't know. Listen, I've always been, I know I'm a real sick pup, but I've always been a good kid and I've never been, uh, I've never been in any drunk driving accidents. So I don't really know how it works. Like anytime I've, I've hung out around people who've gotten DUIs, but I tend to not ask because I'm like, oh, it's probably, that probably sucks and you probably don't want to talk about it that much. But like, but also this is like DUIs 20 years ago. True. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing I, I, I factored in too, but I was like, wouldn't. I don't know. Wouldn't something be different about fuck shit since he was driving the car and he was drunk? I feel like there would be something going on different. I don't know. Maybe not. But I did enjoy the end. How it was just it was just fourth grade making a skate video, and I I thought it was cool because yeah, I I watched a lot of skate videos and it looked it had that like really shitty wide lens look yeah. the whole time, and I was like, dude, that that is totally. And the way all the titles were like written on like lined paper. Yeah. <laughs> did you so did you like the ending? How it just ended on that? Yeah, I I didn't know. Yeah, I was ready for it to end there because I was like, I I mean, is I was like Stevie has gone through this trans. He's he did kind of go through this transformation. Like he 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 knows now that everything's not all rosy with all of his friends and, um. Yeah, I guess I could have. I guess I could have done with more of like uh, an ana- like friends being a, a more self-aware moment from the friends at the end. Um, just being like, damn, uh, we were just driving with a fucking child in our car, and we—he was the only one who ended up getting fucked up and like actually hospitalized. Um, I don't know. But I, I no, I enjoyed the ending. What did you think about the ending? I really liked the ending. I feel like it had like a really cool message that like it doesn't matter if you're a fucking idiot and you're like poor as fuck and you have a terrible family life, as long as you just like fucking try really hard and like focus and don't fucking drink and drive with a child in your car, <laughs> like you can make something that's like cool or good. Yeah. I mean, that's not like a fucking great skate video or anything, but yeah, but it that the fact that it was called that he called the skate video mid '90s, and it it had just such a fucking mid '90s skate video look, you know? Yeah, like everything's fisheye lens, and I was like, yeah, they all skate videos were all in fisheye lens all the time in like the '90s and 2000s. Uh, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I liked mid '90s. What would you give it? I'd probably give it... I'd give it an 8 out of 10. I was going to say like 8.5. Yeah. Probably just because I didn't really watch the trailer going in, so I didn't have like... And I was like... I I skated in middle school, but I wasn't like super into that world, so I didn't have like the same hopes that you had probably. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, that scene where uh, the 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 only difference was that like his brother, like dude, I connected so hard to that movie because like the only difference was that his brother wasn't the one t- 
telling him to skate. His brother was the one who was like the douchebag. And I like I as soon as I got my step my stepbrother, I was like, this dude's cool. I like he I look up to him because he's older and he skates and I started skating and yeah, there was that there. I had that whole bit in my life where my my stepbrother was like, yeah, you can't do shit unless you can ollie like he literally he basically said that to <laughs> me and I was like, fuck. All right. And then, yeah, I shit. I did exactly what uh, Stevie did and just stayed out until like nighttime and then tried to ollie. And then as soon as I did, I was like, yes, <laughs> like I would get off my board. I did exactly yeah. what Stevie did. And then I like ran into my mom. And I was like, hey, mom, I ollied. And I was like, can you check this and see if I'm getting airtime? And I remember her coming out and then, like, watching my ollie. And then I would do it. I would do it, and she'd be she'd be like, you didn't get off the ground that time, honey. And I'd be like, oh, hang on, hang on. And then, like, she watched, like, 15 tries of me trying to ollie. And then, yeah, I got off, like, an inch off the ground. And she was like, oh, you did it. And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, that was, that was, that was a good connection for me there. Oh, but like, even with the brother, like that guy, like he's really mean to Stevie and everything, but also he wants what's best for Stevie. Like he does, but yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he's got a shitty way of showing exactly it like going about it. Yeah. But he like still does want what's best for, I, I don't know, man. I really liked it. Yeah. It was a good movie. It was a and it was a, a solid runtime too. I think it was only an hour forty or an hour forty five, which is like not even. Yeah, I mean it was like an hour twenty five. Oh really? Yeah, hour twenty eight. Super super short movie, and I think it was a good, a nice little package for it. Uh, yeah, it was a good nostalgia. Um, yeah. Yeah, lots of scenes, lots of scenes that I just like looked at and I was like, damn, I've had that exact thing happen. Like, my brother used to tell me, stay the fuck out of my room. <laughs> and, like, if I went in there, yeah. he would beat my ass. <laughs> I used to choke myself with a Super Nintendo controller. <laughs> I think I have done that when I was freaking out. <laughs> I think because I was, I had a lot of, I, like, had my PlayStation or whatever, and I couldn't beat this level. So I, like, I, I choked myself with, I, like, put the cord around my neck and then just, like, choked myself. And uh, Damn, bro. <laughs> yeah, because I was like so stressed out. It wasn't anything that was like my brother beating on me, but it was just like I'm never gonna beat this. I need to die. And then, like, <laughs> like, damn, damn, choked myself out. You okay, buddy? I'm good. I'm good now. Good. I still do it, but I'm good. They just fucking made everything wireless, and so I have to do it with the with the power cord on my TV. Yeah. Yeah. I just got my headphones. Yeah. But they're they're made by Apple, so they just break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have one more movie to talk about real quick. Cool. I'm just, I actually, I'm not, I don't want to say too much about it, but you should just watch it. It's called Brigsby Bear. Do you know this movie? Yeah, I saw Briggs. I've seen Brigsby Bear. Did yeah. You? Oh shit, we should talk. about yeah, it. Yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, my friend told me that I should watch it, and like I really didn't know much about it going in. And I started watching it, and I was like, okay, this is pretty fucking weird that this old guy, <laughs> like, older guy is into this bear so much, you know? And then he's, like, talking to his parents about it, and they're, like, super supportive. I'm like, this is pretty fucking weird. And then you see that they're, they're like, living in quarantine, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. And then, like, the cops come and everything, and it's like, oh, shit, this is crazy. But then, like, I... It's one of those movies with fucking SNL people in it that you're like, oh my god, this is like, this is like some real shit to it. Because you could like really feel like he wasn't happy going back into this life of his. And like, his sister was mean as shit to him. His parents had like such high hopes and were like, we've missed you your whole life. And like, I totally get how they would be like that. But also, he doesn't fucking know you exist. (laughs) So it's like fucking a tough situation for everyone and like the way they dealt with it all was like really touching but then it was also like really funny and like yeah i don't know dude it was really good i liked it a lot yeah it was definitely a weird weird movie (laughs) uh i did enjoy it though because i was like i was like this there's no way that this would make it this is such like a slice of 
like such a good slice of a weird life. Like this would not make it into wide the- wide movie theaters. Yeah. I was like, this this is a really good little slice of slice of life here. Um, yeah, it was it was it was definitely interesting, and I I I liked how they went on with the story of like. <laughs> Like you, you're supposed. Normally, a movie would make it so that like his old parents are supposed to be like the true, like his real parents and shit. Yeah. But really, they're like, like the movie makes them seem like fucking creeps, you know? <laughs> like you start off with these parents, and I bet any other movie would have been like, like, dude, yeah, these are my real parents, but my, my like the parents I actually like are the ones who I grew up in that quarantine facility with, but like. Brigsby Bear makes those people look like fucking weirdos. And then his real parents yeah. are the genuine people who are trying to make things work, but he can't make them work. I mean, he does feel that way, but the movie doesn't feel that way as well. You know what I'm saying? The movie shows differently. Uh, it, it was a cool cinematic experience. I did enjoy Big, Brigsby Bear. What would you give it? Oh man, it's been a, it's it was it's been a couple months since I've seen it. Um, so I'd probably give Brigsby Bear probably an eight as well. Cool, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, which is way higher than I would have guessed if you just told me like a few things about it, you know? Yeah, it was just so unique. It was so unique. Yeah, yeah. like the the fucking I think like what I really liked about it was just like the fucking joy. That like Kyle Mooney had and all. That's of what it. I was just gonna say. Is like, yeah. It just felt so fucking genuine. Like everything. Kyle Mooney's character, the character that he feels himself in, and his performance in it is so well done. And you can see it in a lot of his SNL sketches. But the whole, and I didn't know I would appreciate that in a whole movie. But it, I ended up, yeah, enjoying his character. I was like, this dude is so dumb, and he like. He just has the best intentions for for his artistic vision, and he just doesn't understand how the world works. But you can't blame him for that because he wouldn't know how the world works. There's no way for him to know. He's been shielded from it his whole life. Yeah. <laughs> that scene where that girl, like, touches his dick, and then later he's like, that felt really good, but I don't want to marry you. <laughs> That's so funny, but, like, he also fucking... Like, that was so genuine, the way he, like, said it and everything. I fucking, I loved it. Yeah, that character's great. I love that. Yeah, that's a, that's a good movie. I enjoy that movie a lot. And she's like, yeah, of course not. And then he's like, but well, we can still do that stuff. And she's like, nah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Darren, I think we're wrapping it up. Let's wrap it up. Do you have any closing thoughts, Jake? Uh... So, we usually say, like, don't be on your phone. Yeah. But I had an experience this week where I was at, when I was at Wildlife. Let's say my friend, Dathongja, and my friend, Rizipdin. Are those just their names backwards? No. Let's say they were sitting next to each other, and one of them, like, pulls out her phone, and she, like, checks it real quick, and the other one, like, puts her hand over her phone... I was like, yeah, cool, make her put her phone away. But then that friend, the one who put her hand on the other person's phone, kept checking her phone. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, you can't win, because people are like, uh, don't be on your phone. Also, I'm bored, and I'm going to go on my phone. Yeah, I was fucking, I was pissed that she was on her phone. I was pissed about the hypocrisy of it all. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not okay. Uh, just don't be on your phone in any sort of presentation. Yeah, just put your phone away. Unless you're in like a class and you need to write stuff down on your notes in your phone, but even then, it probably looks rude to the to the person teaching it because they can't tell that you're writing notes. They think you're texting. Uh, cool. Final thoughts for you, Dan? Um, if you're shaving body hair, shave body hair with um. Try to go with more. The more razors you have on your body hair on your on your uh, razor, the more blades you have on blades. the more blades you have on your body hair razor, the better. Um, it'll just take your body hair right off, um, unless you have an electric one. I'm sure those work very well too. 
Um, yeah, and make sure you moisturize your skin too, especially after you shave because you don't want to get ingrown hairs. Those are unappealing and they don't feel good. They're itchy. You know, just just care for your mm-hmm. skin. All right, that's all I have to say. Cool. Thanks for listening, everybody. I feel like this was a tight little episode for how much shit we talked yeah, about. Yeah, we, t- we covered a lot in this episode. Thank you so much, everybody, yeah. for listening. Um, if you are listening, please give us a review on the iTunes, on the Apple Podcast Store, or on Stitcher. I don't use yeah. Stitcher, so I don't know how it works, but if they do reviews, do it on there, There's too. probably reviews. Yeah. Uh, you can tell your friends about us. That's a huge help. Yeah. That's insanely uh, awesome. Yeah. We love every single one of you. Yeah. We... And remember... Oh, no. Oh, man. Shut the door, boys.